get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 320 of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, yep. So you uh, uh, achieved great heights. You know, the black man, you made another birthday and shit. So oh, I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> you oh, just yeah. living, dog. Right, yeah, yeah, I just survived. <laughs> just survived. So you good, you know. Yeah, it's made it to another one. No, but yeah, man, it was another uneventful uh, passing of <laughs> passing of time. A reminder of age. The worst thing about uh, getting older this year is being in the midst of a reminder of being old <laughs> while you are getting older, which was the back injury I've been dealing with for the last, I'd say, probably about three weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been it's been bad, but I- I'm starting to finally turn a corner. Like I'm still in a lot of discomfort, but I'm not in a lot of pain often like if i if i do a lot like walking around and and doing stuff a lot i'll start to get like like my back will feel like a worn out muscle essentially uh Mm -hmm. and i'll have to like sit down for a while and chill out but um at least i'm not like excruciating pain anymore and i'm not on pain meds so that is a positive i probably should be on pain meds because i i borderline like if it got any worse than it is i probably would try it but Right now, I'm staying off of it. But because of that, my birthday was really fucking uneventful. Um, I spent, I think, so I took the Friday and the Monday off of work, and my birthday was this past Sunday. So I had a four-day weekend. I I think I spent Friday, I'm pretty sure I spent Friday and almost all of Saturday uh, on, on the couch or in the bed from either back pain or stomach aches from one of the pain meds I was on or both in concert. I don't know what it was. Once I was able to get, once I was able to get through the day without pain meds at all, I was like, well, I don't even need to find out which one <laughs> was fucking my stomach up, but that shit had my stomach hurting so fucking bad. That's why I'm just avoiding the pain meds. Cause I'm like, I'd rather have the back pain than the stomach, the back pain that I'm currently having than the stomach pain that I was having because that shit was terrible, dog. That shit was so fucking bad. This is one like the the crazy side effects you always see on meds, but then mm-hmm. you're, you're finally really experiencing it. Like you know, side effects can it could include death, right? Uh, diarrhea, exactly. Uh, yeah, extreme para- fucking para- stomach pain, right? Like, para- <laughs> paralyzing effects, uh, all kind of crazy shit. Yeah, so I was on I was on two different things. So I was like, well, I was gonna I was gonna do a little science experiment and and to figure out which one was causing uh my stomach pains or if it was having both at the same time. But like I said, once I got well, I cut off both of them at the same time, and I was like, hmm, well, I made it through that day without them at all. So fuck the experiment. I just won't take them anymore. <laughs> so that's that's where I where I'm at. But um, I was able to actually the stomach pain was my issue on Saturday. And I was able to get it under control right before uh, the UFC pay-per-view. So that worked out. Um, had a few uh, had a few of the homies over here, was out here smoking, uh, you know, drinking, watching, watching the fight. So that was that ended up being a good night. Um, but 
the nature of the day had my back kind of like wore out again, pause, uh, on Sunday, which was my actual birthday. And it was not like, that was another rough day where it's like, my back was just aching like the whole day. Uh, me and my wife went out to dinner. That was good. Um, where'd you guys go? Back. Um, what's this fucking place called? It was cruise, like K R U S E, um, cruise and something or other. It's kind of like a seafood kind of place. Is it, it cruise Amur? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we did that. That was cool. Uh, just came back. Um, it, it was right by, it's right by our house too. So that was easy. You know, we just had her brother came through and he just watched the kids while we just ran out to I say, well, I don't say ran out to eat, but like, you know, while we just did that. Like, it wasn't like a thing where, where it was like, we're going to have like a whole night out and shit. It was like, we basically went out to eat and came back home. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, but Monday I, I was feeling a little bit better and I had tickets to the Pistons game. And what, so what originally happened was a friend of mine who he has uh I think he has a half season and he he has a half season or a full season, something like that. Either way, he I think he might have a half season, but then he, he also gets extra games every now and then. But uh he has really, really, really good seats. But out when I'm up there, he'll sometimes like uh find a way to get me into some of the club seating that he's in. And between that and various other club seating I've done, like the times where I've gone to your club seating, like, you know, I've seen a fairly different, fairly very variety, a fair variety of the clubs that they have in, in a uh, little C's arena. And we went, we did the loge boxes uh, a couple of weeks ago and the loge boxes was cool. It was kind of just like a, a place that was just where it's like, you could have your own space. So you don't got to worry about being pressed up on people. You got a little table or whatever. So it was, a, it was like a slight upgrade from having individual seats. Cause it was like closed off in your own personal area. So we were like, let's try some other shit. So for Monday, we got tickets in the Legends Club, which he had never been to before either. So we did that with one of our other homeboys, and we go up there for the game and shit. So I get there first, as I always do, <laughs> as I always do. And I make my way up to the Legends Club. And basically, it's set up as like if it was maybe like 15, 20 connected suites, but like they just didn't have walls. Like that's kind of the setup, if you imagine that, but like a little bit bigger than what a suite would be for like the inside portion because it has like a full bar in it it has like all this variety of food like popcorn snacks charcuterie shit uh fucking desserts uh and then it had like two different sections of like types of food like there was like a one end it had like pastas uh braised short rib like how much is that shit (laughs) he should calm down I said braised short rib. You were like, how much is that shit? Like, well, for for for, for the record, damn. I was gonna ask before the braised short ribs, but that did pique my interest though. God damn. <laughs> so uh, it, uh, it, it, it depends oh, on it depends on the game. So it's like if it's like a if it's a I think we looked at uh various games while we were there. The cheapest that we saw was $170, which is super fucking worth it (laughs) um that was the cheapest we saw and that was like a game against uh i think washington that's uh in february and then but then like they can get way more expensive like there was like there were ones that were like 300 something per seat uh for like i think it was uh i think it was boston or something or no it's miami i think it was that i looked at miami was like 300 something 
per seat, like 360 or 380, something like that. So it varies. But um, we uh then the other end would have like more like like stadium food, like chicken fingers, uh, bratwurst, sausages, hot dogs, buffalo wings, like all, all this kind of shit, man. Like it 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 was it was just amazing. You get your own bathroom in there, like you don't even have to leave out of there. You got a bar in there, you ain't got to leave out of there. And then you got um our seats. We got uh had a table in front of it. So it's like we could sit at our designated seat, but still had a table. And then um, they also have like tables that you can stand at. So it's like real spacious. I'm like, like man, we try to go back to that bitch all the time. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can sit in regular nigga seats no more. <laughs> hey, when you get experiences like that, man, like that, that's hard for me to go. Although I will. It's just hard, um, you know, getting sit- seats for my job. It's just hard for me to go to regular seats. But I'm like, I, got, I can't get open bar. I got to. I gotta get concession food. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the bar was um it wasn't a complete open bar. It was uh beer and wine was was uh was included. But if you bought liquor, you had to you had to pay for that. So that's the mm. only thing you had to pay for in there was liquor. But yeah, and then like the, oh, and then another thing I loved about it was the view because uh the way these uh seats are positioned, they're right behind uh one of the baskets. And they're elevated, but not really far away. So it's like you can see, you get kind of like a bird's eye view of the floor, but not from far away. So it's like, I like how, like, normally, like, I'm not trying to flex, but like, normally I sit pretty no, close nigga, to flex, the court. Dog. Flex, nigga, <laughs> normally I sit pretty close to the court. So like, you can't see like everything because of just your perspective. But like, if you up above, and you at an angle, you can kind of see everything, but you can still be close. Like it's, mm. it's hard to describe, but like I really like sitting there because I'm like I can see everything, like just like the whole floor, so I can see how players are positioned and moving and shit. But I'm not, I don't feel like I'm far away either. So yeah, it's like being like you know on the roof and shit. So yeah, like it was it was dope. So we trying to do that. We try we looking for a, to do another game, like just picking up a game that none of us already have to uh to do the legends club again and then i'm trying to what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to trade tickets one of my tickets uh tickets to one of the games that i currently have to tickets to a different game but upgrade them to legends club and pay the difference that's what i'm hoping to be able to do but I now, you have like a contact my email yet. Yeah, I'm I haven't like, got a response a to my email yet. <laughs> He's going to get a phone call soon. <laughs> And you know it's important if I'm going to make a phone call. <laughs> that's it. You know that's how much I like the Legends Club that I'm willing to make a phone call. <laughs> like the fact that you're willing to talk to some, actually talk to someone because yeah. of it. Like, yeah, that 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 sounds good. Yeah, he must really like that shit. <laughs> yeah, that 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 sounds fire. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to check that out then. Um, I haven't I haven't been to a game this year yet. Hell, I haven't had, I haven't been to a game this season yet. So, yeah. I am definitely slipping. I've been I had just kind of given up on getting tickets from the from the work just because it they've been fucking taking already. Being bitches. Shit, but oh <laughs> well, yeah, being bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yes. If I can't get them, they definitely being bitches. Right. Um, but uh you know, as I planned my exit from there, I need to try to get a game or two in before shit pop off. I don't have anything popping um uh, right now, but you know, I'm constantly applying and shit. Um 
part of well I, I didn't have this as a topic but bro i am so I, i'm just so irritated with like recruiters who who bug you like crazy but if the opportunity doesn't come and don't have the fucking courtesy to just be like hey this didn't happen you know what i'm saying like, right i had one that i actually interviewed i went you know i did a full interview for and they said you know they would contact me if i did if i did but i'm like shit let me know so i'm not fucking waiting around to hear from you you know what i'm saying right you don't even have to call me. You can just send a fucking email and be passive and shit. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah. Like, it ain't that, you know, it's it's deep enough, but it ain't to the point where I expect a phone call. I, yeah. I could just take an email and just be like, okay, cool. I ain't get it. Move on. And, you know, so that was when I, I think I interviewed in December. Excuse me. Then I had another position I'd applied for, and she hit me up, and it was crazy because I think the day I was supposed to call her back, that's when I had that fucking crazy ass meeting with my, my boss and shit. And so I just forgot to call her back. So I get home and I'm telling my wife about everything. And I was, and I, and I was just talking to her about it. I'm like, Oh fuck, you know, I'm supposed to call this recruiter back. And it was like five minutes later, she was calling me and it was like after six. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay, this is cool. And I was like, you know, my bad, you know, apologize about contacting, but, She's like, cool, send me a resume, blah, 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 send her my resume. And then I just didn't hear from her and shit. So I emailed her the other day, like, hey, I'm not sure if the opportunity exists, but if not, I would like to, you know, stay in contact in case any other opportunities come up. And she said, I forget what she said. It was something to the fact, basically, she was just too busy and didn't get back with me and was like, well, let me see about other shit. But I'm just, I just like the courtesy of just, just let a nigga know shit. I mean, I don't know how many fucking advocates, but you knew my fucking number to, to inquire, which I never applied. You know what I'm saying? You found me on Indeed and hit me up and shit. So it wasn't like I, I asked you about the job. You hit me up and shit. So that shit's just kind of frustrating, especially when I'm actually looking and shit and really want to get something like, right. damn. These let me know so I could just mark that shit off the list and exactly like just don't let me wondering, right, right, you know. So, man, this whole pro- I haven't applied for jobs in years. This whole process of just that shit is just so fucking stupid. Sometimes, like the jobs that don't fucking show a pay, like mm-hmm. what the fuck reason is that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I, it's funny because I seen an article, something not an article. It was a some it was a tweet talking about. A lady was saying how you basically saying you need to show I me mean, to be, you know, basically job show to pay. You know what I'm saying? They, oh, it was talking about how it was an article. She screenshotted talking about millennials are not uh, applying for jobs that don't show to pay. And you could, man, you wouldn't believe well, you would believe, but you would <laughs> believe the number of people. And yes, they were um, <laughs> talking about how. That's not a, a that that's not required of them, and why would you know all this shit? No, just like why the fuck would you be? You in the work, you in the working class as well. Like why right. would you be against companies being more straightforward? Because the first that one job I applied for in December, um, I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't see the the pay range or whatever. It's like, yeah, we we do that just for people who can uh won't be disinterested in the position thing. Like, well what the fuck are you paying? You don't want to waste nobody. You at this point, you wasted fucking my time. I've done a phone interview, an in-person interview. And although I didn't get no not although, but I didn't get it, obviously because they hadn't called me back. But I'm like shit, if I would have known the pay, if the pay was less than what I wanted, shit. I would have never it saved applied. everybody time. Yeah, saved <laughs> right. everybody fucking time. Save me a fucking day off, a half a day off work, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just hate this fucking industry. This and then people that really want to support that shit, 
that's like the same people. I think same people who probably are on the side of jobs, uh, not showing a pay for a job are the same people that's pushing people to, uh, to be in office and shit. Like that's the craziest shit ever, dude. Like, do you know anybody that is like pro in office, like pro want to be in the office work? I mean, obviously I know you don't and you are a strong component of it, but do you know anybody, even like fair weather people, anybody that's other than like a manager that's pro being in the office? I mean, not like personally, but like I know of these people, but like they seem to be, I think, outnumbered by people who would rather just be at home. Like, I feel like people, even people who like being in the office generally or did beforehand, like, uh, you know, just like just normal fucking people would prefer to be at home rather than do that just out of just sheer convenience. And just like oh, I get to be at home. It's just only those people who seek out that uh, human interaction. Those people be fiending for it. But other than that. No, I think and obviously people like me who avoid who want to avoid interaction. Obviously, those people want to stay at home, too. So, like, I think it's a it's definitely something that the people who want to stay home outnumber greatly. I think the people who uh, want to be in the office, I think the only reason I don't I can't even I think I can't even guess the reason why companies in general who can do it don't do it. Um, I, I yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. I can't I can't even figure it out. Like it, it, was, it, and they're gonna end up paying for it, like because the companies that will do it are gonna scoop up all the workers, man. Bruh, man, my my uh, we was we just end up having a conversation about that at work, and my boss was just like so pro in office, and I'm just like, and he has a type of personality that needs interaction and wants to be around other people, so it's like he's pushing his his narrative or his rhetoric on the shit and it's just amazing to hear that shit i'm just like obviously everybody can't fucking work from home policemen can't work from home the garbage man can't work from home ems can't work from home. but for the people that can it's it's no reason why you wouldn't it, at the very least a hybrid system you know what i'm saying like it just there's no fucking reason to be in a fucking office all day especially if your job doesn't if you're not talking to the uh, outside customer Everything could be done via video or phone call. There, like, there's no real reason for that shit. Um, and, and I was, it's a, and it's a thing that you can easily take back if it's if you can have verifiable proof that say something like, oh, well, every time you guys work from home, the productivity goes down by a hundred percent. Like, <laughs> you know, like it could be like, all right, well, now we now we have an actual verifiable reason why you need to be in the office. But like, people don't even. Like everything that I've at least heard or read or listened to myself has said that it has shown either no decrease in worker productivity or an increase in worker productivity. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you said, like it's really no reason you can do it. Yeah, I, I was uh, I randomly listened to this one local podcast called Daily Detroit. <laughs> okay, and and only reason I a nigga got on, killed on schoolcraft today. <laughs> no, well, it was white folks, so they do you know they, oh, okay. they don't know they don't know shit about uh uh down I mean in the city. But it was just it's, it's, we heard it's, some good news that there was a nigga right. killed on schoolcraft today, you know. <laughs> Bro, I would flip the fuck out if I heard some shit like that on the podcast. <laughs> like what the fuck, though? But uh what what piqued my interest is that the the, the picture they had was uh of that Mexican spot you go to downtown. Um, oh, Calexico, Calexico, yeah. and they was talking about how uh, they think it's closing down. Like I it mean, hadn't been open. You say what well, now? Be. No, I say I mean it should be. 
Yeah, but they were saying you said it should be closing. I feel like I mean I I feel that way. I feel like every time I go there, there is very few people in there. Like I just feel like they just don't do a lot of business for especially given that location, which has to be wildly expensive. Like it's on Woodward. Like <laughs> Yeah, they were saying how they went there as a as a note on the a note on the door one day and then on the website, I guess there's a it's a, a small chain and it didn't show that location on the website anymore or something. And they only started talking about it because uh one of the guys he lives downtown and he he frequents the restaurant a lot. And he was just they were just talking about that. And that was the only reason I clicked on it. So, but I was driving, so I just kept listening or whatever. And they had started talking about work from home shit. And one of the guys was just like strongly pushing the whole work in the office thing. Granted, he did, and I'll be truthful, he did cap this in at least three days a week or some shit. And I'm thinking, like, why is that your cap of wanting to be in the office? And just was basically saying if you're if you don't want to commit to each being in the office at a hybrid, you're not committed to the job. I'm like, Fuck that job. Fuck work. Like, you know, that shit was just it's just amazing that people are like really saying this shit out loud. Like <laughs> I, I mean, like like I said before, I, I, I can't remember what podcast it was, but like it's just this passed down kind of like this is how things should be. This is how things are supposed to be. And some people can get past that and some people can't. And it's not like these people can't get past it because they're still stuck on it. Like they feel like this is a compromise. Like, oh, it should be at least three then, like a compromise. And if we can't do five, like what, but why? Why do we need to do five? Why do we need to do three? Like if we can, if two can be at home, why can't five be at home? Like, like, what did you base three on? Is there like, is there some data behind that where it's like, oh, three days, you still get the three days in the office and two days at home. You still get the same productivity over five days. So that's where that works. If they have two days where they're uh, in the office, then the productivity starts to decline. You know, something like that. Do you have that or do you just hear other people say three days and you just just start parroting that information? Like, I just don't I don't buy it because I don't think there's anything to really support. And I think people are just stuck. They're just stuck in their old ways. And they look at they look at three days as like, well, I guess we'll settle for three if we can't have all five. I'm like, no, you need to get with the times. <laughs> all five is what's on deck. So you you need to see that coming and uh, just accept it. And then the boss was like, yeah. And, I, and we're starting to see that, you know, companies are really bringing people back in the office. And I'm like, OK, on short term for the most part. But companies ain't just saying you know, uh, this shit ain't working. I mean, obviously, if it's not working, you make a uh, make adjustments. But most of the people I talk to are pretty much working more at home than they do at home. I mean, at work, like on and on site or whatever. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, man, you're just making up some fa- fa- false, fake ass stats to to fit your nar- narrative. I'm like, I ain't seen this shit anywhere. Not that I'm looking, but I'm like, shit. Most people I know are really praising the whole concept of working from home and the freedom they have, the less wear and tear on a car, having to fucking get up and drive 30, 40 minutes mm-hmm. each way and shit like that. You know, like, and one thing, and I appreciate, to, I appreciate it, but I thought it was really some whole shit, was like, his reasoning was kind of basically saying it would make him as a manager work harder to track folks in their work. But I'm like, you that can see is, it, it's nah. partially true, but yeah, it's so that's a it's, stretch. It's a stretch, but I, I would say I give it, I give it some truth. But I'm like, if the work is getting done, I mean, you can sit at work. I and I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a testament to it. I can sit at work and not do shit. 
but because I'm there, it's safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, are you tracking shit I'm doing? You can come up and ask me what I got going, but it's because the ease of you just walking past me versus sending an email and say, hey, what do you have on deck or whatever? You know, what are you working on or some shit like that? You know, I mean, if you're not, essentially, if you're not going to evolve to how how things are you they go a lot of, a lot of places are gonna be left behind and i'm surprised like that's one of the big things in our office is that we talk about that a lot and upper management isn't going for it and i'm just like people it's jobs out here motherfuckers they gotta be stuck here mm-hmm. you know you people can find positions and shit and it was you know one of the the new, the new chicks she'd been there for about eight months and that was one of the things that she said almost she almost didn't take the job because it was on site and i'm like they must have paid her a lot more money to consider fucking going in the office versus working from home which she had been working from home like Mm -hmm. now she has two small kids so now she you know i mean granted you have kids you still you know if they're small enough you still got to take them to daycare or school whatever the fuck but the convenience of doing all that at home i would imagine is a little bit better than doing that having to go in the office Mm -hmm. i don't know you tell me you have small kids i mean but i know you and you guys are hybrid when you guys were full time at home, was it? Well, your situation a little different because your daycare is far as hell. So yeah, my situation yeah. is different because like my situation is like extreme as fuck. <laughs> like so, it's like I, I do an absurd amount of driving. So it's like it, you can't even. My situation is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in in a better situation, if you were, I don't know, if you were in the city doing I, that I think same the, schedule. It may be a little little easier because the travel is not you, that far. I can tell you exactly the situation, how it would work for me the, the best way. If I worked from home, I would just find a daycare close to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it being where my job is at. I'll just find one close to my house. So then it's like, okay, my commute is however far. My daily commute is however far that daycare is from my house, as opposed to right now. How quote unquote, however far that daycare is from my house is currently far as fuck. And but I'm tied to that place because that place is close to my job. So it's right. like that's the that's the big difference, is that that's why that's what makes my situation you it makes my situation unique slash different. But like for like for you know, people who don't have a weird situation like mine, where you complicate my situation with multiple kids going in different locations in different cities <laughs> it gets ridiculous but if you have like a normal fucking situation that's what your situation is like you work from home it's like well shit i can you know your kids often go to school right near your house already and if it's a daycare you're gonna find a daycare near your house your commute is gonna be virtually nothing but like you said if you have to factor in like okay i have to go to uh this place and this place this place and then i have to go to wherever the fuck it is you work at and then after work then you got to go to this place this place and this place and pick up these kids and then go back to your home and this whole thing it's it's like a yeah it's like a way less of a hassle to be able to work from home normally just not for me it is yeah, still I, it's it's for me i'd still rather do it but it as strictly in the driving sense it's actually easier for me to go <laughs> going into the office <laughs> Yeah, so like I say, I mean, I mean, ideally, in an ideal situation, you would have daycare that's potentially closer, and it will, you know, work out a little, a little different. But even still, I mean, it's yeah. So, <laughs> I, I just, you know, in general, bar, barring you know daycare and school and shit like that, people would rather work from in a 
at least, at least motherfuckers I know would rather work from home than work in the office. Well, you don't have to fucking work from home, work in the office. Like, it just doesn't make sense for you don't have to. It just makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah, they all have um, their ulterior motives for to press for it because they want to. They, I mean, they're all going to have their reasons. It has not. I, I and I assure you, whatever those reasons are, have nothing to do with like everybody getting to hang out in the office and sing kumbaya together throughout the workday. I guarantee right. you, it's not that. <laughs> it's, right. It's, exactly. Like I, I could tell you exactly what I could tell you exactly why my specific job, as opposed to it. I, I won't do it on this on this podcast, but I guess mm-hmm. I guess I guess if if anyone well, we knows, talked about it before. Yeah. So like yeah, if anybody yeah. knows where I work, they would know exact. They would probably already be able to put two and two together. Why my job would want to have its employees in the office. Like they like if you give that a little bit of thought, you can put two and two together and figure I it mean, out. I mean, I think you could say generally they want you in the office to patronize things that's in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean general without exposing your your actual place or whatever that could be anywhere <laughs> uh yeah. but but yeah for mine it's just these mother the fucking owner owns all of the buildings and so there's no incentive to like you know you have companies who've been leasing buildings and shit and to not have people in office means you don't have to pay leasing you don't have to pay internet you don't have to pay you know light bills all these extra things that people would just do at their own fucking house and shit you know, so but mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm I'm over it. You know, I I had my come to they say come to Jesus moment, and like why am I you know dealing with shit like this? And I don't want to beat that dead horse because I've talked about it in nauseum to other episodes. But yeah, fuck them jobs. So <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man. So um, one of the things that I had seen, well, I hadn't been paying much attention, and so I. Had, Seeing that there was a another fucking uh police death, another black person killed by the police, and I was totally mixing it up with another death, which which I've done many a times because it's fucked up that it's that many fucking police deaths. Um, the one death that I was thinking about was the black guy who the teacher who was tased to death by the LAPD. Were you familiar with that story? Mm-mm. So. Uh-huh. I I don't want to read the story because it's too it's kind of long, but in and in, in, in just I believe he had like a car accident or something, and he goes to the police station to to tell you this will fucking happen, and they just like accosted him and shit, you know, like he I was. I think I might have think I I think I might have. Is there video of that? Yes, there's video of that. I think so, I might have just like seen it like in passing, scrolling on Twitter. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, so you know, I think one of the most like one of the grueling things that he said was they're trying to George Floyd me, and essentially he ended up dying of fucking tasing that motherfucker to death. He so god damn really? Yeah, he didn't even shoot him. They just fucking kept tasing him and shit. And he, he like he came there for help. Like it's fucked up. You come to the motherfuckers for help and they kill you. Like what the fuck? And, so and that white people is why we aren't 
so pro police and y'all are just like how could anybody not like the police fine then just just risk your just risk yourself risk your safety and and put yourself in harm's way like no like for us the police are putting putting us in harm's way like would they not right. for us like they for you like that's right. why we don't rock with them like that and if that motherfucker had a just and i don't know if he was a car accident i believe it's a car accident but say he was the cause of the accident or even if he wasn't if he said fuck it i don't want to deal with the police and go home now he's fleeing the scene all this other shit's gonna happen to him and he wasn't even in the wrong if if you know what i mean so you know just police interaction in general is fucked for black people specifically black men i mean black half of the black people in general i just say that but so you know so i thought it was that story but then when they said um I forget the whatever I forget what I someone was talking about in one of my chats and they were saying whatever it was I was like oh shit that's not that story because he wasn't shot he was you know tased or whatever so anyway the story that uh came out and I don't know if this happened today or when, a few days ago or something like that but basically uh the guy Tyree Nichols was uh um well, I don't even know if he was shot. I just saw, so I read a little bit. Five. So what happened was it was five black cops and they've all been fired and charged with murder already. Uh, five fire uh, missed police officer charged Thursday with murder and other crimes and killing Tyree Nichols, a black motorist who died three days after a confrontation. So I don't know what the confrontation was. I won't even say he was shot or whatever the confrontation was. Um, what was interesting what was interesting is one of the charges um the officer who who were all black each faced charges of second second degree murder aggregated assault aggregated aggregated kidnapping official misconduct and official oppression oppression yeah official oppression i've never heard of that Duh. never seen that Eight hundred million up. white police kill black people per and year, oppression is and the, they the never one... been charged with oppression. <laughs> and then, as soon as the black people do it, they go, "Time to do the right thing: charge those niggers with oppression and fire them." Like what? Bro. Like why am I? Like I was fully ready to be like, "Well, fuck them too." There, I'm sick of cops killing people. I don't care if they black, but now it's like now I kind of got to be on their side. <laughs> like that's not fair. <laughs> I mean, let's let's not get it twisted. It's fucked up, and like, we man, definitely not on the, the side of. But why they gotta why, be the first ones to get to get to get treated the right way? Right, like, right, right. Fair. Like it always they should get a paid happens. vacation too. They don't get paid vacations. They fucking charge. And the fucked up part is that's what's supposed to happen. All these other cases where police get fucking paid leaves until they figure shit out, and in some cases don't even get charged or whatever the fuck. These motherfuckers got fired damn near immediately and charged with murder immediately. That like, almost feels like trolling, dog. Like charging them immediately with the and then charging with one of the things being oppression. It's almost kind of like, haha, like all the like it's almost like spit in the face, like how all those times that you guys complained about what we don't do with the white guys. Now, now we got the black guys. Look what we're doing. <laughs> we could have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> like this is terrible. No, it, but, it's it's crazy. Uh, I I just man, I, but fuck those and, guys. No, no, <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> fuck those guys, but still, it's just and it's it's so conflicting. You know what I'm saying? Because 
you see so many white cops who are not given the just the justice they they deserve for you know the shit they're doing and then five black cops everything happens almost a fuck immediately you know and it just and then but to your point the oppression come on dude like yeah that's kind of that was like the, so that was the first time i've that was the, one of the second the times oppression charge heard. really feels like a troll <laughs> like yeah, it really yeah. does <laughs> yeah yeah that's the second time i heard of a charge i wasn't familiar with the first time was in the uh uh Brianna Taylor case the uh-huh. so they were charging um one of the offers with what they call wanton or, or wanton endangerment oh right i remember that yeah yeah and so i believe that's because i think they shot and hit a neighbor or shot through the wall yeah yep Reckless it almost hit a neighbor, so it was the recklessness of that, you know. But I'm like, these motherfuckers didn't get charged for murdering Breonna Taylor. These motherfuckers got charged for the bullet going through the the apartment after they killed her and shot through and almost hit another innocent person. Like, right. what the fuck, uh, you know? But yeah, this shit's fucked up, man. But it's just like the 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 almost immediate action when black folks do it, it's just crazy because that should be the fucking case every fucking time. Every fucking time. Like, Man. that's that's that's, that's, that's <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. That's why it feels like a troll. It's like showing like, yeah, we could do it this way, but no, nah, we, we just so you know, we could do it this way, but we choose not to. Like, we know it when we see it, but yeah, but when it's us, we're not, we're not going to do it the right way. Yeah. I, I, and and it's like so, when uh it's, it's it's like when uh when Mitch McConnell thwarted Barack Obama's uh attempt to put Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court and his whole argument was that the fact that the vote was going to be on an election year and he was like we shouldn't do that when the president might change and then when he was in the exact same scenario he pushed his own nominee through and then somebody asked him about that and then he kind of like smiled and winked or some shit like it was some weird thing like he like i can't remember what it was or they they, he said like he basically he he basically acknowledged that he knew what he was doing like yeah i i I got away with some slick shit like he basically acknowledged that that's kind of what that feels like like them saying them showing like yeah we could do the right thing look at that we even gonna throw the suppression charge on there just to let y'all know like we have these capabilities. We just we just don't do it at the you know when we when we should be, which is all the time. We only do it when it's when it's these. Just so y'all know. Yeah. Oh, I I recall now. So the thing that the the point that I realized that that wasn't the same case is because they said that um it wasn't that the family had seen the video, but the video had been public yet, and I knew there was a video of the teacher being tased. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this is another which is fucked up because it's it seems like it's always one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for me, I just always just want to be respectful, just call not call him another nigga to get killed. Like right. which story is it or whatever. But yeah, that's what that was the thing. When I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, that's a different one. Another motherfucker getting killed by the police. Um, okay. so yeah, so I, I'd imagine that video was probably fucking horrific. Um, but the fact that they are, you know, charged, I mean, they're charged already and fired. Like, yeah, that's shit that happens to black cops that don't happen to fucking white cops. Right. Ridiculous so. times we live in. Yep. 
Yep. So another st- uh, story that was kind of crazy. Are you familiar with this uh this teacher that was uh, shot by a six year old? I wasn't, and my wife mentioned that to me uh, just earlier tonight. So yeah, I am so- I am somewhat familiar with it. Actually, I, my timeline might be off. It might not have been tonight. It might have been last night. But yeah, <laughs> I am so- familiar. So, if anybody not familiar, basically a kid brought a gun to school and a teacher was shot. That was the initial story, six-year-old. It comes out that um, the teacher had warned administration a few times that there's something going on. He may have something. I'm not sure why he's not just going to go into a six-year-old bag and just grab his bag, but... I don't I I didn't read the details. I understand it. If I'm if if you don't warn administrators four times that something's going on and no one does anything, like why the fuck nobody just wanna grab this little motherfucking bag or whatever the case. But what 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 end up happening is, I mean, I think she's okay. Um, but uh she's actually suing the fucking school system now because they did nothing to to stop the situation and shit like you hear a fucking kid got a gun like what the fuck how do you how do you how does someone tell people four fucking times that the fucking uh uh somebody has a gun in the school like of all of the crazy shit that happens with with school shootings no one is concerned enough to say uh let's go see what the fuck's going on you know what i'm saying bruh like so it's even worse than what you just said (laughs) because the part that I saw, I saw like it was like a clip from the courtroom of one of the lawyers kind of like running down the timeline of everything that happened. It's way worse than what you you said. (laughs) Like, like in the course of the same day, like they had all sorts of information that this kid had a gun on him and they did look in his bag or something like that. And it wasn't in there. And then they said something like later in the report, one of the teachers said something like, I'm pretty sure the gun was in his pocket. And I'm just like, why you didn't like why you didn't just take it out? <laughs> like it's a six-year-old. I'm like, how could he like you know how small a six-year-old's pocket is? <laughs> like it was sticking out. Yeah. You know how small out. a six-year-old is. If you don't grab his fucking arms and take this goddamn gun out of his fucking like that just Dog, <laughs> even worse than it said. Then it says one of the teachers asked the like principal or a superintendent or somebody permission to search the kid, and they said no. Like so, with evidence, with visual evidence that this kid had a gun hidden on him, with they asked permission to search him and were told no. <laughs> and then he ended up shooting somebody. Like, like that's way like, like like okay, just get a hypothetical. You find out there's a rumor that Jimmy has a gun. And you're worried about some kind of crazy rules or you can't search the kid or something. If a parent finds out that their kid was potentially accused of having a gun and he was searching, he didn't. I see a a parent being pissed off that their kid was searched if it was fucking some kind of evidence that maybe he had it or not. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'm not a I'm not a a, a parent. And so I don't know what I'm saying. But in your case, your son's at school. And maybe it's a mix-up, and they say he has a gun, and he searched. Do you feel like you would have an issue with that? Probably not. 
I just, I mean, you're probably, I mean, of course you're upset that the situation dep- happened. Right. And it would also depend on the nature of the search, like what happened, you know, all that kind of stuff. I but mean, like, in, gen- just, in general, if they speaking, checked his bag, they, they, they padded his pockets. He didn't have like, Okay. He ain't got okay, it. Cool. All right, go ahead. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Nothing, you know, nothing so, so I don't, yeah. and I don't know if that was the situation, but I'm just, you know, because I don't, I don't know the fullest, uh, the full length of how that shit went down. But if mm-hmm. the person saying no, because of some kind of like, you know, lawsuits or, you know, parent complaint or something. If you figure that a motherfucker got a gun and you check a kid and he doesn't, okay, cool. On to the next or whatever the fuck. So I don't like that. I, that part I didn't know, but just hearing that and just wondering like, why, why is you saying no, don't search the fucking kid. Right. Like, and it's like, and I feel like they couldn't even use that as a as an excuse because, like, from what the lawyer was saying, it sounded to me like they knew the kid had the gun. So it's like it's not even like you don't even run the risk of, oh, we searched the kid and we didn't find the gun. And then the parent gets mad like, oh, man, how dare you search my six year old kid for a gun? What the fuck? You don't even run that risk because, you know, he got the gun. So search the kid. You find the gun. Why would you search my kid? Because he had a gun here. See, we found it. <laughs> like, you don't have to, like, I feel like it's a like super over the shut kind of case here. But then again, maybe that's why she's suing. She's like, how the fuck did you allow me to get shot? <laughs> like. Bruh, we listen, had a gun. They I was asked talking to search him. Like what the I was fuck? talking. I was talking to some people on, on Twitter about it, and I don't care where I was in that school. If I'm a teacher, I'm suing too. Fuck it. Everybody gets it. I'm fuck. I'm 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 suing for distress. Uh, all kind of shit. The janitor should be suing them. Man, that whole fucking school should sue, sue that sue that yeah, fucking school I mean, district. Yeah, just because that's the woman that ultimately ended up shot. Like that doesn't mean that that's the only woman that was put in danger by that decision. Everybody, every person in that school was put in danger by that decision. All the kids too. And you know, you think about the school in Texas, which is a far different situation. But just the reaction times that the police had and didn't do anything, you got reaction times of of, of uh, school officials and administration that ignored the situation, and them ignoring the situation damn near cost somebody their life. Right. If a fucking six, like, I don't know if the situation is a high schooler has a gun, like how differently do you work, do it, you know, being that they're more capable of, you know, whatever the fuck. I just, I, I just don't understand uh, the logic of not searching the kid. Yeah. And not, especially if you, if they say they knew he had a gun, like what the fuck are you just waiting for school to end and hoping he just take the gun and go back home? Like, <laughs> right, what right. the fuck? You know, maybe he just go home. Johnny B, he going to the crib. It's two forty five. Fuck it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> long, he gonna shoot somebody somewhere else. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said he could have went out and just start shooting motherfuckers in out, outside. He could have started shooting people inside. Like it, and it, it feels so shitty for the teacher. But man, that could have been so fucking worse, dog. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker could have fun. He won. He could have killed the teacher, mm-hmm. and he could have shot way more, pe- way more people and shit. Like that is fucking nuts, dog. Like they should fucking shut that fucking school down fire everybody who was involved with not doing the proper shit they need to do like you don't need you do not need to be in a taking care of kids when you know there's a threat and at the very least you leave that motherfucker in the room you get everybody else out and you call the police or, or something dog like there's so many things that could be done yeah at the end they, of the day, nothing. they didn't take a threat seriously at a time when you should be taking even the smallest threat seriously. No one's going to get mad at you for overreacting to a threat. 
and being no. like, oh, shit, well, it ended up being nothing. Okay, good. That's good news to everybody. No one's going to get mad if you react to a threat and end up being wrong. But you know what is going to make people get mad? If you don't react to a threat and end up being wrong. And right. Because you know what's going to happen? Someone's going to get shot like shot. they did. <laughs> yep, exactly. And nothing luckily, she didn't die. You react you know, to the and, nothing, and luckily, another kid didn't get shot. Like, it's, it's, it's this shit could have been so far worse, dog. So far worse. And that's not taken away from her being shot because that's major as fuck. The fact right. that a kid, even if you didn't know he had a gun, a kid coming to a school with a gun and shooting somebody is fucked up. But the fact that they knew and ignored that shit three or four times and and this motherfucker still got off a shot and hit a teacher, like that's crazy, dude. Like that yeah. shit, that like that's criminal. That should really be fucking criminal. Yeah. Like I don't know what kind of <laughs> negligent charges can happen from that shit, but some people gotta uh people gotta pay for that shit dog that's oh, i agree stuff. i mean it just shows too man that you know one you know parents got to be a lot more safe, uh, careful with fucking guns in their homes and locking shit up but you know the fact that that kid was able to get a gun loaded fucking gun to school and yeah i couldn't imagine dog i could not fucking imagine yes yeah, that's, that's yeah Gotta bring down hell on somebody like that, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, I guess in lighter news, I've been seeing a lot of... So, one, I really hate the fucking Twitter app right now. I Why? Why? hate that. <laughs> have you updated app lately? Uh, I mean, so it updates by itself, your, so I don't, on I don't your, know. On your main page, uh, it has... Uh... Oh, the for you and the following? Yeah, I hate yeah, that yeah. shit. It won... <laughs> It it defaults to for you uh following, and I just see all these tweets that I'm not I'm not following these people. Why am I seeing fucking tweets from that other people liked and shit? Well, we already saw one. When we saw somebody we know with a uh, wild ass shit going on. But <laughs> you know, it's like I don't want to. I don't need to see that shit. And then it's like it don't default to the for you. I want to see the shit that I follow. Like the whole thing of me following people is to see their shit, not the shit that of uh, uh, somebody a tweet of somebody that follows and shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, where was I going with this? Uh, well, you said you hate the Twitter app, but I think you said in good news before. You oh, said no, that. I'm saying no, not good news. Just just different news, not not oh, stressful okay. news. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of tweets because of that. Uh, uh, um, for you tab about uh, alleged, not allegedly, but Dan Campbell being snubbed for coach of the year. And I'm just like, yo, then the, the Lions ended up with a nine and eight season. They played well in the second half of the season, but that doesn't make a one coach the best coach of the year because of fucking going nine and eight. <laughs> and as much as I'm a fucking fan of the Lions, that shit is just not fucking accurate, dog. And I don't even know the coaches that are probably that are being, you know, nominated as a coach of the year, but I would assume they probably earned it and they probably have more a better than a nine and eight fucking record. And they probably made the playoffs. That's what I was gonna Which, say. I'm like, maybe <laughs> if we made the playoffs, even still with the nine and eight record, if they look at it like, oh, they won. I can't remember what we finished with the season. Maybe like winning seven or nine, something to that effect. Like, oh, they finished the season like that. They got some big wins, like that big win over the Packers, and they they made the playoffs. You know, then maybe I could see that. But like, yeah, like you said, just nine and eight. Uh, I I, I would have took if not making the playoffs. Mm-mm. Hypothetically, if they would have won ten and seven, 
which means they would have won the Panthers game where they got smacked or the Jacksonville. I can't remember which one. Uh, well, they got smacked and actually got in the playoff and won a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe though. Maybe so. But no, nah, it's a great fucking job. He turned the season the fuck around. They fired a fucking, I forget which coach. They had a fire like an offensive or defensive coach early in the season. Um, and so, yeah, they, it was a, it's a black guy. I can't remember. I think it was, a, I think it was a, it's a running backs coach or quarterbacks coach. One of those, they fired him early in the season. Um, and you know they turned shit around. I mean, they, they ended the season well, but and that's and that's good. But that doesn't deem you coach of the year because of that shit. Now, what I will say is the bar for him to get it next year is actually fairly low. Like I feel like if 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 the Lions are like what well, they so they were nine and eight this year. If they're like eleven and six or twelve and five, something like that, he I think he's a lock for it then. Oh like, hell yeah! Like, like I mean, he don't even got like you know he don't have to he don't have to do anything miraculous like if if we you know you know win the division or something like that like he's a lock for it then I think anyway yeah for sure and I think the stakes should be a lot higher you know um, one of the things that I seen on Facebook was they were talking about um, his record nine and eight a great coach. And then they had posted. Oh right, Caldwell, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and basically, you know, playing a strong race card. And I was, I, 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 I would say that I don't f- fully believe it was a race card. Although black coaches are definitely seen to be held to a higher scrutiny in football specifically, but for what some of for whatever reason, I just feel like he they had a way higher expectation of him then. And it really, it wasn't right, but it could have been just how it was. Yeah. Um, Like that's, that's a disingenuous argument because like Caldwell's nine and eight was a disappointment. His nine and eight was a ridiculous, like come from behind out of nowhere, better than expectation improvement. And I I don't even think it was a, I don't even think it was a nine and eight. I think it was like 10 and six, whatever the case it's still, it wasn't to what they thought they would do or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They thought they should have better. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, expectations of what they had for Caldwell and have for Dan Campbell could have been told, I, I would assume it's totally different because they fully support Dan Campbell. And, you know, people can look at that as like, you know, now they're supporting a, 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 a white coach, but the fucking GM is black for Christ's sake. Like, it's <laughs> it's just, I mean, we have the blackest fucking, uh, uh, coaches coaching staff the fucking probably other than the fucking buccaneers and shit like yeah you know, no, so... that's that's not a race card i don't think i don't think you can play that race card no and like that's just someone... the, it's two different circumstances yeah and too there was another and i can't confirm it or not but i believe um whoever was it dan was it dan quinn who was who was a gm at that time or something like that well i've heard that anyway he really wanted uh to hire matt patricia and so uh, rumors was that, you know, uh, the fire uh, push was because he wanted to have that coach, which, I mean, if that's the case, that's totally out of fucking the, uh, Caldwell's hands. Somebody wants somebody else, you know, and they're the ones that make the decision. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's just, just what's going to happen. Right. Uh, but yeah, but Lions had a, a hell of an end of a season, you know, unfortunate, you know, because of, I mean, uh, Hoaz called in another game that we got snubbed. But again, we should have won the games we need to win anyway. We never would have been in that position. And one of the things I hate for on, and I see it a lot on Twitter, 
is that people are incapable of understanding that multiple things can be right or wrong at the same fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the the talks was that well, if they just won the game they're supposed to win, they wouldn't be in this position. That is fair. And mm-hmm. if calls were made, like calls were supposed to made, it changes games, and that should be good too. Like all both those things can be true at the same fucking time. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. And they have such a fucking hard time uh understanding that. And it's for the life of me, I cannot understand how people are so fucking narrow-minded. And like one thing yeah. has to the be Lions, fucking true, and that's it. Yeah, if the Lions had won that was that third from last game against Carolina. The Lions had won that game. They'd have made the playoffs. And if the refs hadn't fucked up in Seattle, that Seattle's and the Rams game, the Lions would have made the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it's like both of those thing, are fucking true. Both of those things are true. <laughs> like so you, if you so word you it that way, one, it makes a little bit more sense to people. Right. Right. <laughs> you you so you are you holding one, you not you, but are yeah. you, uh, as people holding one over the other. Officials are supposed to the officials are putting the games to make decisions they're supposed to make. Ain't no way in hell the decisions they made was fucking good. They were fucking terrible. They called a fucking uh roughing the kicker after the kicker had already kicked the ball and had his feet on the ground. They didn't call a fucking taunting call uh after an interception that sh- that would have backed them up into some other shit. They didn't call a unsportsmanlike uh uh, conduct on the side, which would have been another fucking penalty. And what's crazy is the people who had these unsportsmanlike uh, conduct uh, incidents that didn't get caught, they got fined for it. Man. So they got fined after the game for the shit, but Something they didn't, didn't call it in the game. For. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I like, didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. So Quandre Diggs, which was, is it Quandre Diggs? I think he was, a, he used to be the um uh, on the Lions, a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. He got an interception. As he got the interception, he's pointing at the uh, the uh, other team's bench. Um, that was supposed to be a a, a taunting call. Uh, uh, DJ Metcalf pushed the player in the face on the side. No call. Both of them got pen, uh, got fines after that shit. <laughs> but it wasn't a fine in the game. It wasn't a flag in the game. So it was worth to take their money. But it wasn't worth to actually officiate the game correctly and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, you know, they win the games. They should. They don't have to be in their positions. And if they fucking uh call games the way they should, you know, if they would have called all that shit in Seattle one, cool. They won despite the shit they 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 did. But now nah, it's just like ah, uh, whatever. So mm-hmm. shit got made me mad all over again. Fuck the Seattle. And what's shitty is that we lost to Seattle. No, I'm sorry. We didn't lose Seattle. Uh, Seattle uh, won, and then we let them hoe-ass motherfuckers in the playoff because we beat Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit pissed me off. Like, the fact that, like, we didn't want to fucking lose anyway, so we we won. It was cool. But the fact that they specifically got in the playoff because of our win just really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I guess I, I'm not mad about it just because, I don't know, the, the, the Green Bay win was just so so satisfying <laughs> like i just i'm i'm i don't know and and by that point i had already let go i'm like well we ain't making the playoffs so i'm like i can let that go and just see what happens in this game and like the just the way that game went and just the whole nature of it and, and the kind of like exclamation point that that was on the season like that was such a satisfying fucking win that i didn't i don't know man i just i none of that shit with the playoffs really ever really got to me i was i was super satisfied with that just knowing that aaron Rodgers had to just sit there and fucking deal 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, putting Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs was definitely a highlight. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of a bitter, bittersweet one. But, you know, seeing him fucking lose is always good. So, oh, ass motherfucker. Can't stand Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, man, getting a win at Lambeau too, and 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 when they and and it wasn't a throwaway game, like they needed it to get in. So it was like, and we knew that we weren't. So it really was just like we just beat the shit out of them, like like we just fucked them up because we didn't need the game and they did, and they and they lost at home. Like that that's just so fucking satisfying to me. They lost at home. Uh, Jamal Williams broke Barry's record that game, so that was no, kind of cool. I don't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> And not because he broke the record, but he just his just his his personality, his dialogue of of uh, post games and shit. It just made me a bigger fan of him and shit. Man, you know? he is so fucking likable that when like the Lions are good, like and they're like on a national stage and people are watching Lions games and it's like, oh, the here's the Lions on Monday Night Football. He's gonna become such a big fucking star because he's so mm-hmm. he's so fucking likable. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him a whole lot. I, I hope I hope he gets to stay in stay in Detroit for a while. Um, yeah, he's he's hella likable. Like, you know, I I've had my, you know, issues with, with the NFL in general, but you know, for whatever reason, the Lions has been one of the ones I always wanted to watch. And it made it fun this year and shit, you know what I'm saying? Seeing a running game that, you know, we never really had since Barry. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and it's crazy because Swift, I mean, uh, and I kind of gave it away. Uh, Jamal Williams wasn't even supposed to be the main running back. It was supposed to be uh, uh, DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. And he came in there and fucking beasted that shit. Uh, oh, man, I just seen some Popeyes on TV. Damn, that shit looked good. Me too. Oh, well, we probably <laughs> both got the basketball <laughs> right. game on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at it like, man, that shit looked good. <laughs> and I just had some Popeyes the other day. Man, that shit was fire. God, I love Popeyes. Um, <laughs> man, that shit was fire. And I was greedy, too. I had a four-piece fucking meal for lunch. Man, I was sleepy as fuck after that. <laughs> sleepy yeah. as hell. But, uh, yeah, man. So, um, I don't think we have anything else. you have anything else? No, nah, I should get me some Popeyes tomorrow, though. I think you should treat yourself, dog. I think so, too. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Jamaican, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's a good, it's a cool spot over on um, uh, in Warren, uh, like nine mile past Shaner or some shit. Real good spot called Delphine's. They uh, they opened there about three, four years ago, and I mean, I guess I'm gonna say black owned, but of course they should be black owned. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I was worried that they weren't gonna make it through COVID, just with a lot of restaurants and shit, you know. Um, not making it through because of just whatever reasons and shit. But shit, they own family fucking works, so it's not like they having staffing issues. It's just a husband and wife, and I think another person in there and shit. So, but they got some fire food there. So, uh, okay. cool, yeah, cool, I do. Cool I do kind of miss that about uh, being in Detroit. Yeah, I and I, a, I, I ain't gonna be able to find no Jamaican spot out here. <laughs> no, nah, if you do, be very weary of it, doc, because uh, I don't think it's. Yeah, you, you might get some microwave shit out there. <laughs> Goddamn microwave Jamaican <laughs> Shit, but I guess you eat anything and I don't either, man. We can uh call it quits. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, man. See y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.